Hello and welcome. This is the Voice of Jesus Ministries. My name is Rick and we are doing an ongoing uh, study, Season 2, in the Book of Life Revealed as recorded by John. Now that book today is known as the Book of Revelations. And so we are in Chapter 2 and we are going through the seven gatherings or churches. Now I'll be using the interlinear version, which is uh, different from your version, possibly, if you're using uh, one of the older versions, like King James Version or Revised Standard Version or the today's English Version. Whichever version you love, please use that version. But you, what you may hear or see differences, and uh, that's okay. It's up to us to uh, look at those differences and understand them by the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you're new to the channel or to the podcast, we have our season one, which is the promise of Jesus as recorded by John. And that promise is the gift of the indwelling Holy Spirit. Jesus referred to it as the promise. Now, that is necessary for you to go into this second season. Because without the promise in your life, you are not going to have the discernment to understand what is written in the book of Revelations. You're not going to have the discernment to see what is being said and, and why it's being said. This book is full of just wonderful teaching. It is, it is as explosive as the Gospel of John or the teachings of Jesus, okay? And uh, like I said, if, if, if you haven't engaged in the promise and the promise has not become a part of your life, go back and look at the first study and learn about it and understand what this greatest gift was that Jesus brought to planet Earth when he visited us. So without further ado, let's get started. Chapter 18, or chapter 18, chapter 2 and verse 18. And we'll be looking at the gathering known as the Thyatirans, okay? So let's get started. Chapter 2, verse 18, and it says this, Then the messenger of the gathering in Thyatira said, Write this down. He who has eyes like a fiery flame and his feet resemble white brass, the Son of God. Right off the bat, we get an imagery of what the Son of God looks like. It says that his eyes are as a fiery flame and his feet resemble white brass. Let's continue. Verse 19. Now I have seen your deeds, your generosity and service, even your confidence and endurance and how your last deeds are more than your first. Now, this is a uh, kind of a very interesting introduction into Thyatira. Okay? Here, the messenger is telling John to write this down because the general observation of Thyatira is this. Let me read it again. Okay? He says, I have seen your deeds. That's your actions and how you are fulfilling your life in Jesus, okay? I have seen that. Your generosity and your service. Now, just think about those three things. Deeds, generosity, and service. 
This is an active gathering. This is an, a, a gathering that uh, enjoys giving. It's a it's a, uh, a a gathering that is full of service that likes doing for other people who likes helping in situations and circumstances. And then he says, even your confidence and endurance. Okay, that this gathering has confidence. And they have endurance. They have the stick to itness. You know, they stay with it. They are. They have endurance. They are going to see it to the end. And then listen to this. And how your last deeds are more than your first. Now, again, this is a pretty amazing. This is pretty amazing how they're being identified. Now, I want you to get a hold of this before we go on, because when we go on, things are going to get a little rough here. Okay? But the messenger says that, hey, look, I've seen your deeds, your generosity, your service, your confidence, your endurance, and how your last deeds, they're more than your first deeds. Powerful. Now, let's go on. Verse 20. But I have little respect for you. Wow. Now what is that about? Wow. You give this wonderful introduction to a gathering. The gathering of Thyatira. You give them this. this I mean, it sounds pretty wonderful to me. Great deeds, generosity, service, confidence, endurance. And that their deeds uh, are better than the, when they first started. But then, Pow but I have little respect for you because you permit a Jezebel woman who calls herself a prophetess to teach and deceive my servants, to practice idolatry and to feed on sacrificial images. Wow. Wow. Now, this is one of those times when I wish we were face to face. I wish we were together because I would say to you right now, please share with me what you're thinking right now. Tell me what you think about what was just said. The messenger tells John to write this down after a, a tremendous introduction. Okay. He just immediately says, I have very little respect for you. That's what he says. I have little respect for you. Why? Because you permit a Jezebel woman. Okay, what is a Jezebel woman? A woman it is a woman who is, number one, as it described right here, who, who calls herself a prophetess, who teaches and deceives the servants to practice idolatry and to feed on sacrificial images. Now, we know both of those are after the teachings of Balaam and after the Nicolaitans, which we've talked about in the previous gatherings up to this point. And this, this is, is a, a, a woman that is called a Jezebel woman, okay? A Jezebel woman. And you say, well... What is a Jezebel woman? Well, a Jezebel woman is, is the, 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 the Jezebel part represents the part of the, of the gal that is given to the teachings of Balaam 
and given to the teachings of the Nicolaitans and leading people in the direction that's contrary to the teachings of our Heavenly Father, to the teachings of Jesus and the Holy Spirit today. Okay? Because you have to understand this is for today. This is for today. Okay? So, let's go over this again because this is pretty heavy. Verse 20. But I have little respect for you because you permit a Jezebel woman who calls herself, okay, she's identifying herself as a prophetess to teach and deceive my servants, to teach and deceive my servants, to practice idolatry and to feed on sacrificial images. This is pretty powerful. Now, there's something to be said here that's very, very, very important, okay? And that is this, permitting a Jezebel woman to teach the servants of Father. It is not permitted. If this doesn't clearly say that to you, then you're going to have to engage, engage in the promise, in the Holy Spirit, deeper and more, so that the Holy Spirit can reveal this to you. Let's move on. Verse 21. Now I gave her time to change her mind from idolatry, but she chose not to change her mind. And this would be pretty clear if the woman in this particular case had the spirit of Jezebel, who was inundated with the teachings of Balaam, which is, which, which is practicing idolatry, and the Nicolaitans, and that's practicing licentious uh, behavior and feeding on sacrificial images. Verse 22, Behold, I will cast her onto a bed of great tribulation. Wow. Remember the introduction to the gathering? These are people, the gathering itself, the servants, okay, that are very strong. They have good deeds. They're generous. They have service. They have confidence. They have endurance. And the last deeds are greater than their first deeds. But they permit, permit a Jezebel woman to, to, who calls who calls herself a prophetess. Now, pause for a second. I'm going to rabbit trail. We know that over time in, in the, the history that we are aware of so uh, immediately to us, let's just go back a couple hundred years. We know there has been many of women who have stepped forth and called themselves prophetess and have taught the servants, the children of God. Okay? And we know that some of these, these uh, females that have brought these teachings have brought teachings that were contrary to the teaching of God. We know that. Why? Because it is written. And we see today, even to this very day, how those gatherings are practicing and serving as they are. Now, that doesn't mean that there can't be a child of God in that gathering. 
because there can be because in order for them to have just as this started out have wonderful deeds generosity service confidence and endurance some of this is genuinely attributed to children of god that have been captured into these gatherings for a variety of reasons just like we do today we we make ourselves part of gatherings for for a lot of reasons not just so that we can come together under the the holy spirit of our father and to be led and guided by him and directed into into wisdom and learning and and to grow no we we gather together with people for uh, social reasons for family reasons for uh, friends for I mean there's a multitude that you just want to be a part of this particular place because it's like moving and grooving and I want to be a part of that there's a lot of reasons people gather together and children of God can do that too okay because everyone serves according to the ability that was given to them by our Heavenly Father and you have to cultivate that ability. You have to cause that ability inside of you to grow. Because this is free will. This is free choice. You know, in order for you to want to become all that you can be in Jesus and to allow the manifestation of Jesus in your life to be as great as it can be ever expected of you, you have to work at that and you have to choose that because it's a free gift while you're here on planet earth you have this free gift to do whatever you want to do and however you want to do it now will it be different when you're in heaven well we want to believe that don't we we want to believe that you will mature to a place where that will be the case where you don't have to think about it anymore you know what i'm saying but let's go on. So verse 21 again, it says, Now I gave her time to change her mind from idolatry, but she chose not to change her mind. Free will. Verse 22, Behold, I will cast her unto a bed of great tribulation, and those who adulterate with her, unless they completely change their minds, from these deeds now listen here the messenger is telling john to write this down that she will be cast onto a, a bed into a place of great tribulation and those who adulterate with her who choose to to align with her do you remember as we talked about the last gathering uh place in our last uh, get together we were talking about the gathering of Pergamos and how the the people in uh, of the gathering of Pergamos aligned themselves with Antipas Antipas being the one who brought the insurrection against Jesus and murdered him the one who led people down this path okay and here this gathering in Pergamos was aligning with Antipas now the same thing is true here with Thyatira this gathering is aligning with their prophetess okay with this Jezebel woman 
And just like they overlooked, the, the, the gathering of Pergamos overlooked what was going on with uh, Antipas and aligning with him, this is what's happening with the gathering of Thyatira. They are overlooking the problems because they want to be part of a place that is generous and has a lot of service. They're very confident, they're enduring, and they, they just have a lot of deeds, okay? And they're overlooking the problem. And you can't do that. When you see that something is not right, you see it because of the gift in your life, the promise, the indwelling Holy Spirit. When you see that things that do not line up with our Heavenly Father, with Jesus' teachings, and the Holy Spirit is prompting you, you have to react to that. You have to act upon that. You need to move, okay? Just as the messenger says right here, unless they completely change their minds from these deeds. See, that is taking action. You are going to be given the discernment. You are going to be given the understanding by the promise, by the Holy Spirit. It is going to reveal unto you that, hey, look what's going on here. This isn't right. Now, I want to rabbit trail for here for just a second. <clears throat> Throughout my life, there has been many gatherings that I have attended uh, because of friends and because of family and because of all kinds of circumstances of, of a, an invite. Someone said, oh, please, you, you got to come. You got to check this out. And I have gone. And, and there may be some of you watching who actually experienced this with me, where I have actually sat in a, in a gathering and then saw that those that were teaching, they were not called. They had not been put in that place by our Father. How do I know that? Because they were teaching contrary to the message of Jesus. They were teaching contrary to what the Holy Spirit teaches and guides us in today. And they were leading people in a way that was inappropriate. And what did I do? It was very simple. I just got up, excused myself very politely, and moved my way towards the door and exited the facility. That is our responsibility. That is the responsibility of this gathering at Thyatira. Their responsibility is to respond to the Holy Spirit. Now listen, this is for today, okay? It is not gonna be for something in the future. It is for right now. What you are learning today is for right now and the future. So, if you are in a gathering that is similar to this gathering of Thyatira and the Holy Spirit is speaking to you because things are not aligning, then you need to respond to it. You need to do exactly what, what the messenger has told John to write down. Completely change minds from these deeds. Now listen, it even gets rougher, okay? It gets much rougher here. Listen to what the messenger is telling John to write down after this. Verse 23. Also, I will destroy her children with misery. 
Now, many of you might say, wait a second, I don't like that. That's not a loving God. That's not a genuine God. Well, we're not talking about a genuine and loving father here who loves his own, who loves his children, who loves those whom he is dwelling in, okay? We are talking about people who have completely rebelled, rebelled against our Heavenly Father, rebelled against Jesus. We are talking about people who say, I don't want nothing to do with him or his ways. That's who we're talking about here. And he says, I will also destroy her children with misery. Then all the gatherings will know that I am. Okay, capital I, capital A. Then all the gatherings will know that I am the one who searches the innermost thoughts and conscience. And I will administer to each of you according to your deeds. According to the way you live your life in Jesus, in the Holy Spirit, your deeds, how you live and operate as a child of God on planet Earth. Okay, but now he's talking about the children of this particular gathering, Thyatira. Verse 24, moreover, I proclaim this to the rest of Thyatira, to as many of you who do not have the fullness of the adversary's teaching and do not acknowledge according as he declares, I will not place upon you another burden. Now listen, this is just absolute proof that within any gathering, there can be children of God that are doing right regardless of what they're hearing or what's going on around them. And you know what I'm talking about. These are children of God that are in a facility and they just overlook the nonsense. They overlook the, well, that's not right. And I know it's not, but you know, I know what's right. So I'm not going to let it bother me. Okay. And yet continue again for reasons like social, family, friend, whatever. Okay. Want just want to be a part of something, you know, let me read that to you again. Verse 24. This is in chapter 2, verse 24. Moreover, I proclaim this to the rest of Thyatira, to as many of you who do not have the fullness of the adversary's teaching. Okay? You have not allowed it to become part of your life. You have not allowed it to be integrated into what you already know. And you're saying, okay, I'm going to let this be a part. Okay, it's going to be okay. And let me give you an example of this in modern Christianity 2023, okay? And that is that, that a person believes that as long as they have forgiveness, they can do whatever they want to do. That the grace of God is an, is an absolute eraser, is a whiteout for anything they choose to do. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow I will use my grace eraser and cleanse me right back to being 100% pure. Okay? They use the things that they know 
to allow them to go ahead and do whatever they want to do. You can't do that, okay? Children of God don't do that. We don't do that. And that, that would be allowing the fullness of the adversary's teaching into your life. And do not acknowledge according as he declares. See, it's one thing to hear it. It's one thing, it's one thing to hear the fullness of the adversary's teachings, okay? It's another thing to acknowledge it according as that declaration is being presented. See, when you acknowledge the adversary's teaching, you are saying it's okay, it's right, I agree with it. That's acknowledging something. I agree with it. I acknowledge it. It's okay. That's very dangerous ground. So dangerous, so dangerous, that let me back you back up to verse 23, where the messenger tells John to write this down. I will destroy her children with misery. That's how dangerous it is. It is extremely dangerous. And that's a place you, you as a child of God will never, ever want to go. And we don't. We do not acknowledge any teachings of the adversary whatsoever. And then he says this. Let me just go through verse 24 again because the last part of 24 is very, very important. Moreover, I proclaim this to the rest of Thyatira, to as many of you who do not have the fullness of the adversary's teaching and do not acknowledge according as he declares, I will not place upon you another burden. Okay? That burden is the same thing as backing up here to verse 23. I will destroy her children with miseries, with burdens, with, with a way of life that just isn't, just isn't. Okay, I don't, I don't want to put any words to it. Verse 25. But that to which you have promised, hold fast till I come. Now this is to the rest of Thyatira, not those who, not those who have the fullness of the adversary's teaching and who acknowledge according to his uh, declarations, all right, doing it through the Jezebel prophet. And believe me, they can appear to be wonderful. Once again, how did this start? Remember? Remember how it started? Oh, man, you have great deeds, generosity, service, confidence, endurance, and, you, and your last deeds are better than your friend. Hey, man, they are a portrait of just wonderful believers. But yet, they sit under a false prophet, prophetess, a, a female, a Jezebel female. They feed on sacrificial images. They, they live for idolatries. They acknowledge the adversary's teachings. See? But he says, to the rest of the Thyatirans, I will not place upon you another burden, but to that which you have promised, hold fast till I come. 
See, there is a portion of the Thyatirans that are people who know it's not right. And they're holding fast to what's right. But if you're part of it and you're in it and you know what I'm talking about, no names, no names of gatherings, nothing. You just understand what this is representing. This is a representation of where a child of God could be in his life experience on planet Earth right now. If you're in this place, get out. Verse 26. And the one who overcomes and keeps my deeds until the end, I will entrust to him liberty among the multitude. Now, wow. Wow. Liberty among the multitude. That is a wonderful, wonderful gift that's entrusted to you by our Jesus. Read it again. And the one who overcomes and keeps my deeds, the deeds of Jesus, okay? Until the end, I will entrust to him liberty among the multitude. And I, verse 27, and I will shepherd them with a staff made of iron. And an implement belonging to the potter to crush. He will go before us with a staff of iron. It's solid. It's secure. There's no breaking. There's no bending. It is straight and narrow. And anything that comes before it, he will crush just as a potter uses a piece of iron to crush down a bad piece of pottery and then fashion it again into something new. That's what Jesus is saying, that he will go before you and he will protect you and he will keep you and that, that it is going to be a straight, purposeful path for your life. Verse 28, And I... His beginning star, as I receive from my Father, I will also entrust. That is a fact. Jesus today, through the promise, the gift of the indwelling Spirit, as he is receiving from Father, he is entrusting it to us right now, real time, wherever you are. Real time. He is entrusting to us. This is the greatest gift that Jesus brought to us. Wonderful, wonderful. Verse 29, the last verse of chapter 2. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the gathering. Now, this is an intense gathering and an intense message to the Thyatirans, okay? Because the Thyatirans, they just thought they were something special. They had it all, okay? They had everything. They just believed that because of their deeds and their generosity and their service and their confidence and their endurance 
and that their deeds are even bigger than their, their beginning. Their last deeds were just greater. That they were just, you know, they were there. They were right on the path. But just understand. There's a lot of gatherings today in this world that we're living in right now in 2023. A lot of gatherings that believe that they are right where they are supposed to be. But they are being led by something, someone, or some whatever that hadn't, has not been called. They've made themselves out to be this. You remember in a previous gathering, we talked about those who made themselves out to be Judeans, but they were not. Here we have a, a Jezebel woman who makes herself out to be a prophetess, but she is not. So, this is pretty intense. I want you to go back over it, please. There's a lot here, and I hope that you are uh, not getting overwhelmed by this, because with the promise in your life, you will have clear understanding of what's being said here. There's no question about it. You'll have just absolute clear understanding. This is easy. People say it's hard to understand. It's only hard to understand when the promise is not part of your life. When the indwelling Holy Spirit is not part of your life. But you may think it is because of a gathering that you belong to that is teaching the teachings of Balaam or the Nicolaitans. And it just appears to be so right. But believe me, it is so wrong. Here is proof. Verse 20 of chapter 2. The messenger says, But I have little respect for you. Who wants to hear those words? After being, after being lifted with all these wonderful qualities, and then to hear that, But I have little respect for you. So go back over it. I know this was uh, one of those hard ones. And uh, I know it says some things in there that are pretty, I don't know any other word to use, intense. But here's the deal. The Holy Spirit is your guide. The Holy Spirit is our leader. Jesus is working through his Holy Spirit right now to teach each and every one of us and to cause us to remember these wonderful things. So again, I hope you got something out of it. I'm so glad that you came back and you joined us today. And I look forward to seeing you uh, on the next gathering. Now listen, share this with your family, friends, and foe. And do what you can to get people to just move along. If you know someone who doesn't understand the promise, invite them to watch uh, season one on the teachings of Jesus as recorded by John. And It'll help them to understand the promise. And let them move into this, season two, the book of life revealed. I'm so glad that you joined us today and took your time. It's very precious. Jesus loves you for that. We are so glad. If there's anything we can do to help you, email us and let us know. And until we see you, uh, remember, pray. Take a little time to talk to Jesus each day. When you waken in the morning before you go to bed at night. So until next time, bye-bye.